Ladies and gentlemen, congratulations. You are lucky enough to be a part of episode 81 of the coolest anime podcast around, Anime Double Play. I'm Mary. My brother Thomas, hey man, is here too. And we are so excited to talk about anime, manga, anime culture, Japan love, and all the like on this great episode of Anime Double Play. Thomas, my brother, how you doing? I'm good. I'm just chilling. I took time out of my very, very busy night of watching Konosuba to discuss anime with everyone, so uh, I'm sacrificing a lot to be here right now. Konosuba. It's so funny. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's stupid. No, it's not. It's so funny. It's pretty stupid. Get over yourself. Get... <laughs> Man, you have a bad sense of humor. I don't know, Konosuba. It's so funny. I watched the first episode of Konosuba, like, this is definitely wrong, two summers ago? And I just thought it was stupid. It's a comedy. And I I know Mother's Basement loves it, and I know you love it now, but, like, I just didn't You watched the episode. Funny. I watched, I don't even know if I got through, no, I definitely watched the full episode one. I did. The first episode's funny, too. Yeah, but, like, he dies in a stupid way. Yeah. And he makes um, Aqua go with him to the new world. Because yeah. he's an asshole. Exactly, that's my issue with it. He's an asshole, and I don't like assholes. So I don't like the show. He's kind of an asshole, but he's not that big of an asshole. Aqua's probably a bigger asshole. But you didn't even get to meet Darkness and Megumin. You don't even know what their deal is. I know enough about them from other content. I know. I should probably give it another try, but... It's so it funny. left a bad taste in my mouth. I'm loving but it. But I trust your recommendations, so... Yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I trust your recommendations. It's definitely a good thing. Why would you even consider it not be a good thing? I don't know, because I know you. I gave it an 8 out of 10. Wow, you really liked it then. Yeah. Our go-to grade on Malice 7. Yeah, this is better than like the average anime I finish watching. Huh, good to know. Um, how's your week been, besides Konosuba? Um, pretty good. This past weekend, we had our NCAA regionals for our team. And our women are ranked 10th in the country. We had a great shot to qualify. And we ran like piss. So we didn't make it. Oh. So, instead, I'm going to New York Anime Fest this weekend in New York City. Mm-hmm. Instead of going to Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Anime NYC, so excited. I'm currently sitting, doing the podcast, cutting out my business card. So if you hear some snip snips, I apologize. But um, yeah, I'm so pumped. I've had like a weird life recently, so I really need this weekend. I really need it to be good because life's hard when you're an adult. I, I guess. I mean. So I'm looking forward to it, yeah. I'm going to... Um, it's going to be fun. I get into the city on Friday, and I'll be there for the weekend. I get there tomorrow night, hopefully. We're due to have up to five inches of snow in Connecticut. So I'm hoping the trains don't get delayed and stuff, because that would suck. Yeah, I'm getting the hell out of here before that. I think it's in the afternoon, the snow. 
I think it's supposed to start at four, but it might have changed. Because last time I PM? checked, we were only due. Yeah, okay. we were only due for two inches, and now we're due for five. So, Ripperino. Yeah, I'm getting the hell out of here. I'm not dealing with that. It's too early. It's only November. Yeah, well, it snowed up here for a bit Sunday. We had a flurry. It was weird. This um, Saturday, actually. This Saturday, I had a gamer concert that went super well. The parents came up for it. And, um, and then I went to Foxwoods Casino to see two YouTubers I really like, Rhett and Link from Good Mythical Morning. Oh, you saw them. They're funny. It was so awesome. Like, I've been watching them for years, and I don't really get starstruck often. So just to be in the same room as them was, like, really cool. And they were super funny. And I went with me, Mike, and our best friend, Nathan. And we just had, like, a great time. We laughed the whole time. I was actually worried about Mike at one point because he was laughing so hard he fell out of his chair. And I was concerned. But he was okay. It was really fun. Were, so, did they just do, like, skits and stuff? Or what was it? No, they wrote a book. So they kind of summarized some of the chapters of their book. And it was really funny. Because, um... It was basically just them telling stories, because Ren Link, for those who don't know, they do Good Mythical Morning, which is a, a daily show on YouTube. And um, they've known each other since the first grade, and they were roommates in college. They've basically done everything together. So they were just talking about, like, the stories from their childhood and stuff, and putting, like, working them into skits. Like, I bought their book, so I knew what they were telling their stories about, and it was just... They're just really funny dudes, and they're really nice dudes. Like, I want to be friends with them, so it was cool. And they did a Q&A at the end, and they, it was just cool to, like... I was a little too far away to actually see the um, expressions on their faces and stuff, but um, it was really cool to see them in real life. How many people were there? Oh, they basically sold out Foxwoods Casino Grand Theater. So, they said that this was the biggest show they'd ever done. Hey, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And it was the last show on their tour, so it was, like, their final thing. It was good. I like them a lot. I watch them every morning, so... Make Good Mythical Morning a part of your routine. It's not anime-related, but it's still nice. That sounds pretty good. I've watched a bunch of their episodes. I think they're pretty funny. Yeah, I don't really watch them funny. every morning, but... That's okay. I... I watch them, like, probably four times a week. Once in a while, there's an episode where I'm like, I don't need to click this because it looks stupid. But um, I like them a lot. What time do the episodes come out? Like, 7 a.m. They or come something? out, like, 6 a.m., yeah. Mm. Early, early. Like, when I was a proactive adult, I used to eat, watch them when I eat breakfast. But now that I'm a passive adult and I no longer eat breakfast at home or wake up early for work, I watch them at work when I get there. Nice. Yeah. I usually listen to a podcast that starts at 9.15. It's like a live YouTube show about daily oh, fantasy cool. sports. Oh, They do one every cool. morning. Awesome. That's the name Maybe, of it. Oh. <laughs> but should we, should we dive in? Oh, random for the people out there. Um, if anyone was worried about my medical condition, I'm fine. I went to the doctor. We got it all worked out. I'm going to be in pain for another week probably, but then it'll work its way out of my system and I'll be good to go. So Anime it. NYC is going to be a little rough because it hurts the stand and I'm wearing heels all weekend. But um, what's the word? What's the saying? Um, like 
with beauty comes pain. So I'll do my best. Really? I'm not in pain usually. I hate you. <laughs> Haha. Um, oh, shameless plug. Don't forget to uh, join the Discord channel if you haven't yet. It's been super oh, fun so far. It's We're been a blast. super fun. It was so funny because last week I said, if we get eight people on the Discord channel, I'll be happy. And we got eight people, and we're, like, super active. We talk about stuff every day. Um, I'm loving it. Like, I keep it open at work all the time. Whenever I see something, I just put it in there. It's great to get to know, like, the people that listen. It's, it's awesome. I'm really liking it. I really think that it could change the way we do the podcast, which is good because we're on episode 81, so it would be nice if, like, we get more interaction in there and stuff like that. So I'm really excited to see what happens with the Discord. So if you guys want to join the Discord, which you totally should, um, the link is on our Twitter. So check it out. And we'll tweet it out probably once a week until you guys get tired of seeing it. Which you won't because you'll always want to join our Discord because it's very fun. Very true. Um... Yeah, it's been super great. I've, I actually meant to say that and forgot. I've been really liking the Discord. I've never been really on a Discord channel, so it's fun. And it's also fun to, like, be in charge because I get to make my own channels and stuff. And, like, I don't know. It's all good. Mary gets to be Boss Chan. I get to be Boss Chan, and I love it. <laughs> all right. I'm secretly an attention whore. <laughs> Okay, let's do weeklies now. Let's jump in. Yes. Dive in. Weeklies. Can we start with Banana Fish? Because that's the last thing I watched. Oh, yeah. I watched that today, actually. It was good. Yeah. This is the one where he meets with um, Lee. Blanca. Oh, yeah. And Blanca, right. This was a pretty cool episode. I didn't expect it. I don't know. Like... Half the episode, I was, like, bummed because I feel bad for Ash. He's doing all this stuff for Edgy, and I just wish he would ask for help. And he's doing all this stuff on his own, and just, like, thinking back on the episode before where he's dressing as a prostitute, and he's saying, like, do I look 15? Like, this dude's 17. He's a kid, and he's doing all this stuff, and that just really put it in perspective for me. But also, like, I just felt like it was a really... Good episode. A lot happened, which I feel like hasn't happened in an episode lately. I love Edgy. I feel bad that they're treating him like a damsel in distress because he totally is. He 100% is. He totally is. It's really nice for me seeing a guy be a damsel in distress. It's just very refreshing. But um, I wish, like, he can't do anything, but I wish he could do something. And I think that's what the show's trying to make you feel, so it's doing a good job. Um, I think I thought that the Chinese guy, Yutling, Yutling, would come to our side. He's obviously not now. Yeah, I don't um, really get his deal. Like, I don't really, he, like, wants to destroy his family. But why is he out for Ash? I, I don't really get it. I don't know. But I think we have potential in Blanca coming to our side. That's true. Blanca was an interesting twist where he actually has a pretty good relationship with Ash and wants to see Ash do well, which I guess I wasn't expecting it, but it makes sense. I'm sure I could have expected it if I thought about it a little harder, but I didn't. Yeah, it was really nice seeing Ash's desperation in this episode. Please don't kill him. 
please just don't hurt him. And he's laying on the ground and it was just like, the lighting was beautiful and it just looked good. And I was like watching it today at work, like, ugh, it was good. It was very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't really have too much to say. I agree. You kind of covered it all. I'm glad. Can't wait for next best. week. Yeah. Um, speaking about great episodes, um, just when I said that uh, last week's episode of Golden Kamui was the best of the season, they bring us this episode. Wow. Oh, yeah, I you loved, really liked this episode. I loved it. One, for some reason, I've always liked Tanigaki. I've always felt that he was a really good person. And um, this episode was so well done. I felt like I was reading a, like a short story. It was like, Perfectly paced, all-encompassed. It tells you it's like a heartbreaking story. It's a war story. It's a beautiful story. It like tells us all you need to know about him as a character to explain his past and future motivations. I don't what know. What is his future motivation? He Basically, his future motivation now is he really cherishes family because he lost his. Partly because Kenkichi killed his sister. In part because he, in theory, killed his mother. He so did. he really, well, because he left for the war and the strain, the emotional strain was too much on his mother's weak heart and she died. Oh, I didn't even know his mom died. Oh, my God. Yeah, he biking. gets a letter. I watched it while okay. I was biking really hard. He gets a letter from his mother, from his brother, saying that his mother passed away at, right after he joined the war because the loss of his sister and him going to war, her heart couldn't take it and she died. How romantic. So he, he really, yeah, right? he really values family and familial bonds and community, which is why he's traveling to try and save Asaripa because he wants to keep Hoochie her grandma, he wants to keep her happy because he feels like he's a part of that family now and he wants to keep the family together. And now he's making this makeshift family with Ikarama, the fortune teller, and Boner. And he's just getting all these makeshift families that are replacing his genuine family. And I think his motivation from now on is going to be to protect those bonds. And um, I didn't know it was as deep as it was until I started talking about it, but it was just a really good episode. Like, that could have been a one-shot. That could have been, like, not even a Golden Kamui episode. It could have just been its own thing, and it would have been really good. Hmm. I thought. But I've been talking a lot. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I didn't really give too much thought into this episode. I thought the background on Tainigaki was cool. Oh, man. I... I mean, maybe it's because I really like reading short stories. I read a lot of anthologies and stuff. It just felt that way to me, and I just I loved it. I mean, I liked it. I'm not gonna say I didn't like it. I enjoyed it. Um, but to be fair, I was also working out while I watched it, so I was less focused on that and more focused on pedaling really fast. Right, I understand. So I was like, I was paying attention, and I was obviously like, oh, this is cool. Um, and I, I don't know. The one thing that I kind of think about this episode is Surumi. Surumi is such like an interesting character because he's like kind of the bad guy evil, but he, he seems like he cares about 
his soldiers, even though he, like, obviously doesn't because he sends, like, suicide launches for them. So he is a pretty interesting yeah, character. He's really confusing. He, like, genuinely cared about Tanigaki. He said, the first thing I want you to do is to make me the Kane Mochi with walnuts. Like, man. I think he's... But he's also a psychopath. Like, Yeah, I think he's the kind of guy that just, like, is really weird. So, so he can just, like, kind of be friends with a lot of people who don't fit in, I guess. What like, is his motivation again? Does he just want the gold? I don't remember at this point. That's... T- I mean, we'll have I to Google so. it, I guess. Oh, no, he wants the gold so he can, um, like, basically conquer Japan. He wants to build up the military and, like, restart the war, basically, or something. Oh, because it boosts the economy, right? That's why he's friends with the arms dealer. Right, right. Yeah. That's not good. No, no, no. He's definitely the bad guy. And the other dude wants to redo, like, the Meiji Restoration. He wants, like to close off Japan again and make Japan more traditional. And then um, Sugimoto just wants the gold so he can pay for his friend's wife to live. Yeah. Ugh. Sugimoto. Ugh. Sugimoto last episode with the dry persimmons. Ugh. So good. And Sugimoto was in Tanigaki's past, which was really cool. Yeah, because they were both in the 7th. Yeah, and he was like, oh, he's he was supposed to... This guy's supposed to be dead. Like, why the hell is he alive? And he's like, what the hell is this? I've had this before. This guy told me about it. It was cool. I love this episode. Um, I've been saying, like, unjustified that I love Tanigaki, and now I have a reason to like him. Because he's so got a good past. It was, it was great for me. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. All right. Um, I, is that all we're watching together? I think so. Bummer. Yeah, just those two. The only other things... Oh, I forgot to watch Tokyo Ghoul. But Again? Yeah, I'm two episodes back. It's fine. I'll watch it. And Hinamaru Zumo was cool. Hinamaru went to, like, a pro sumo training center and trained with them. And it was pretty cool. And we met, like, this girl whose brother is, like, the high school national champion... So we have a connection there. So Is that a love connection or a general connection? No, I don't think there's really any love connections in this. Okay. There's Um should I there's not should I still should I still regret dropping it? I mean, I really like this show. I liked reading it and and stuff, so I'm going to say yes cuz I I think it's pretty good, oh. but Oh, random. Did you see what I put in the the um news channel of our Discord that um the Soul Eater manga's new manga is getting an anime? Oh, yes, I did. I was kind of upset that no one commented on that. Um, it's about, like, firefighters, and I read, like, the first two volumes. I read it when I was working at Fordham, which is how long ago it was. Two years. Um, it was really good, and I dropped it because then I stopped working at Fordham. But um, I'm like... I hadn't even thought about that series in a while, and I'm, like, so pumped. Yeah. I can't wait When's for that. When's it going to come out? Do we know? Um, I don't remember. I can look right now, though. I'm on the article. Oh, then you tell me. Uh, doesn't say. 
Oh, what a bad article. I've never, the one thing that worries me about it is, um, it says David Production. Oh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure sells at work. Okay, I was going to say, I've never heard of that company before. Yeah. But, yeah, it doesn't say. Bummer. NN no Shobotai. Fire Force. Fire Force, mm. yeah. It was really good. It reminded me a lot of Blue Exorcist. Yeah, the the main character kind of looks like uh, the main guy from Blue Exorcist. But also, I literally remember nothing about it, and I read two volumes. There's something about his past, like there was a fire that burned his family or something, but then like something's going on. Horrible description, but that just reminds me of Blue Exorcist for some reason. Hey, sounds good. Yeah. Alright, um, let me start with my anime binge streak. Go for it. Um, hmm. Sword Art Online. Is it good? The This episode needed to happen, but it was just an exposition dump, and it was, like, interesting, but I just can't get over how stupid the entire thing is. So the whole, like, quote-unquote bad guys, I guess, plot is to create AI... That kills people. But the thing is, they're making AI that are so close to humans that humans kind of like inherently know that it's wrong to murder murder people. So they're having trouble developing AI that can that can just that can rightly kill people because they're too close to humans. And there are fluxed lights and like all these weird, stupid terminologies that are English words that just feel really dumb in Japanese conversation. And um, I get it, but I just, it's just not great. Like the explanation had to happen and it had to be there. And also one of the main characters this episode is um, the guy who created um, Sword Art Online, Akihiko. Kayaba, something like that. Akihiko Kayaba might be his name. His girlfriend is in this, and she's working with Asuna to try and like save Kirito because they're using Kirito in the program to like, I don't know, try to teach the AI to murder people. Like, I'm not a hundred percent sure what's going on. I'm just kind of excited to get back into... I've never thought I'd say this. I'm kind of excited to get back into Kirito's perspective and, like, save Alice and go into the main series, the main city. And it's great knowing that this season, this arc is going to be two seasons because I know that a lot's going to happen and there's going to be a lot to dig your teeth into. So I'm, I'm still very hopeful for it, but I just think, like, Sometimes Japanese people just need to use Japanese words to make things less stupid. Like, why are we making up English words for things? There's no such thing in English as a fluctuolito. Like, yes, there is. What's a fluct light? A fluct light? Yeah, fluct light. I'm googling it. Isn't it like a? Literally, the first thing that came up is a Sword Art Online wikia page. It's not a real word. Wait, did you say flashlight? No, no. Okay. God, no. I did not say flashlight. Never mind. I know what that moving is. Moving on. Moving on. Release the Spice is bumming me out. Yeah, you're talking about that on Discord with uh, someone. Clammy, my boy. 
Um, Assumed as gender. Wow. It's... Shut up. (laughs) It started out as cute girls doing vigilante things, but it had potential to be something deeper. The main character's motivations to, to, like, find her own confidence and her own sense of justice and to live out the life that her police officer father did not have was great. And then they just threw that to the wayside and it's cute girls doing random stuff. I mean, the last episode was okay. We got into the background of one character and it was a two-parter, so there's potential for next week. But I'm just disappointed with the show as a whole, which is a bummer because it's probably my favorite opening of the entire season. The opening is fire. It's like this, like, funky, jazzy rock, like, all the main girls singing it. It's, it's It's a really good song. Spy, spy, and the spice, yeah! It's like, it's good, but the anime's not living up. Irodoku, I've been liking a lot. This episode left some to be desired. I had a bad week in anime. I had a pretty okay week in real life. I had a bad week in anime. Um, That's because you didn't watch any Konosuba. Yeah, right. Irodoku was building and building to this moment where the main character can finally see colors again, and she gets her, like, color vision back because this random not random guy one of the other main characters says that he'll take up drawing again and like that inspires something inside her aesthetically whatever and there's it's this big moment and i felt nothing there was no emotional draw for me and i don't know why it could have been because i was watching it at work it could have been because i like genuinely do not care about the main character because she has no personality and no distinguishing traits besides being a human Like, there's nothing good or bad about her. She's just kind of, like, bland. And I feel like if I cared about her more, I'd be more taken aback by the fact that she's, like, not colorblind anymore. So Uh I don't know what to do. Because I like a lot of the... I like the characters in the show a lot. But I just don't like the main character. I like the grandma. I like Kotaku. Kotaku. I like the other introvert girl who makes the, um... The bunny postcards. If you're watching the show, you'll know what I'm saying. I like everyone in the Magical Photography Arts Club. But it's just the main character that's leaving some to be desired. And I feel like they really need to improve that if they want me to like the show. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I would still recommend it, though. I'm still at the point where I would recommend it to you. So that's good. Hmm. Um, Is that it? SSS... S-S-S-S for us is Gridman. Um, this show's okay. I like this show. I really probably will never have to talk about it unless something big happens. I'm enjoying it. It's a six. It's Ooh. a show I'm liking, but I wouldn't recommend to anyone. I would recommend people sevens. I wouldn't recommend sixes, but I could mm-hmm. still like a six. The six um, bomb. There wasn't a lot of action this episode. It was just a lot of development, like trying to figure out who the bad guy is. It's crazy because the bad guy in the show is actually really, really dark. It's this girl who just wants to, like, kill everyone. And, like, the stuff she does and the things she says get pretty creepy and pretty dark. But the rest of the show is kind of, like, normal. Um, I really like best girl Rika. She's super nice. Like, she's genuinely a good person. She may be a little shallow at times with her friends and stuff, but, like, I love her. I don't, again, I don't really like the main character, Yuta. He has amnesia. He's got stupid hair. 
He wears a watch, which is an issue for me, as you know. Um, he leaves some to be desired, but again, this show isn't something I'm like super engulfed in, so I don't mind just watching it for fun. It's a fun show. It's not changing my life. Oh, and one more thing. I got my friend Gannon to, um, I didn't, I didn't get him. We met up for a friend's birthday party, and he'd never seen Gurren Lagann, so we watched the first three episodes of Gurren Lagann, and now we're going to watch the show together. And I haven't seen, rewatched Gurren Lagann since 2015, and I'm so excited to see it again. I don't blame you. Gurren Lagann's amazing. I would enjoy Gurren watching Lagann it, too. is amazing. Like, and it's so great, because I watched Gurren Lagann alone the first time, and I'm watching it with my friends now, and Kamina is just so ridiculous. And it feels so good just to, like, laugh with everyone. Like, the stuff he says, and I've, like, when I watch it alone, I wasn't laughing out loud. I was like, oh, that was funny. But just being able to, like, laugh out loud with a group of people is great. I kind of feel bad because Ganon was really excited to watch it by himself. But I was like, no, let me, let me watch it with you. because I know, but I really, I'm. You can rewatch it anytime you want. I said it, and I, like, immediately tried to take it back. I was like, no, watch it. Just watch it. Watch it by yourself. But just, like, Always I Always thinking of yourself, the... Mary. Tisk. I know. I, I, I hate myself. But, um, you and the rest I really, of the world. I really thanks, want the experience of watching Gurren Lagann with someone, with other people. Because I didn't, I watched some of it with you, but I didn't, I've never watched the whole thing. I don't know. It's gonna Didn't be... we watch and the I, movies I've... together? We also watched the movies together. We watched a bunch of Gurren Lagann together, Mary. We went... But, like, not from start to finish. We went to Evans and watched, like, eight episodes that one day. Uh, yeah, that... And see, that that's a great memory. Gurren Lagann is probably one of the anime you've watched the most with other people, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> well... I'm watching it with my group of friends now, and they're a great group of guys, and I'm really enjoying it. And I was talking to Ganon about it, and I was going through... These are the only anime I gave 10s on anim, on Mal. I gave Spirit Away a 10. I gave Gurren Lagann a 10. I gave The Girl That Left Through Time a 10. Your name? Angel, Beat, Angel Beats a 10. Sakamichi no Apollon Kids on the Slope a 10. Your name a ten and Violet Evergarden a ten. Wait, you gave Violet Evergarden a ten? What? Oh, I'm disgusted. We're moving on. First how off, how dare you? Mary lives in a reverse harem. Second off, wait, what? I mean, I do. All my friends are guys, but what does that have to do with anything? I'm just throwing that out there. Mary lives in a reverse harem. Just call me Harley. Second off, while Mary was blabbering about the anime she doesn't like but is still watching. I went Very on Anime true. News Network and found two things. One, the Blu-ray and DVD box set is coming out for Surrey Dairy Children, so get that. I saw it. You don't know how long I was thinking about buying it. I mean, I'm still thinking about it. How long? How how much is it? It's not that long. I don't know. It should be like 20 bucks. It's like... It's Blu-ray. It's not $20. It's, it comes with a bunch of other shit. It doesn't have it's a price. 12, it's 12 eight-minute episodes. 12 ten-minute episodes. But it comes with, like, episodes. a poster and the box and the art stuff. 
It's not out yet. I, I don't know. You it know, doesn't say. You know what? You know what to get oh, me for Christmas. Suggested retail. Forty dollars. It's a Blu-ray box set, Mary. Those things are expensive. You know what to get me for Christmas. Whatever. Second thing, Mirai comes out in like two weeks. I'm so excited. I'm seeing it on the 29th with the same group I'm watching Gurren Lagann. Where are you seeing with. it? Plus, we're seeing it in Danbury, which is far from it's you. It's 40 but miles. You could, total, you could totally meet us. What time? Are you <gasps> going to the 8 o'clock? We're going to the sub. We're going to the 8. Okay. I'm probably going to go to the 8 in New Britain. No, come to Danbury. It's only 12 miles from me. I'm going to New Britain. I'm going to watch this. Oh. I'm going to go in the back and watch anime by myself in a movie theater. I'm going to be so happy. Thomas, come. we're going to go to Taco Bell beforehand. Come to Danbury. I this until like 6.30. And I'll probably like not get out until like 7 because I usually shower and Bummer. Yeah, do you stuff. Make it. So I'm going to New Britain. I'm going to sit there in the back with my popcorn and my candy and I'm going to love it and then I'm going to drive home and I'm going to think about it and I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to have no one to talk about it unless people are on the Discord who no! saw it. Well, I'll be... Well, nobody on the Discord is probably going to talk about it. Just text me. I'm your sister. You have my number. Oh, I do? What? What is it again? It's one digit different than yours. You know what my number is. Oh, right. I got it. I got you I'm not going to say that publicly on the on the podcast. But, um, yeah, I'm so excited for it. Um, I'm going with the same group I'm watching Gurren Lagann with. I know. Um, it's going to be... I've been looking forward to it for a really long time. I hope... I'm hoping I'm not hyping it up in my mind. But I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, it's made by Mamoru Hosoda, so... I don't even give a shit what it's about. It's made by Mamoru Hosoda, so I have no reason you, not to see it. You know what you need to do before you see Mirai? You need to watch Boy and the Beast. That's the only one you haven't seen. Oh, yeah. I should do that, actually. That's a good idea. I'll watch it when I'm home this week. Yeah. I'll make Mom watch it with me or something. Mom, come Would watch anime with mom me. Movie? That's the... The Girl That Left Through Time is more of a mom movie. I actually had my friend... I was over his house Tuesday because it was his birthday. Uh, Tuesday was yesterday. Oh, my God. It's not Thursday today. Yesterday was Sam's birthday, and we were watching stuff. And I made him rank his Memorial Hasoda movies, and I ranked mine. He likes Summer Wars the best, as do you. No, I, I don't. You read all of your time? Yeah. It's like we're related or something. It's like we're related or something. Holy I, shit. Girl that left through time is like a masterpiece. Yeah, it's one of my top three favorite anime movies. I don't know if I like Koei no Katachi or Your Name the Best. I'm I'm very torn. They're very different. Yeah. You know what we should do? You should watch Boy and the Beast, and then next week on the podcast, we can rank our memorial. No, I won't have probably watched wait till, by then. I won't we should have should probably wait till Thursday of next week, probably. Let's wait till after me, Rye, and then do the topic in December. Break. Okay. Good talk. Sounds good. All right, let's talk about the topic of today, though. Oh, right. That, this was your idea for once, so hit us with it, Mary. Okay, let me just cut out this business card. So, as you guys know, Thomas and I are going to an anime convention this weekend. We're going to the second annual Anime NYC. Formerly um, sponsored known by as New York Anime Fest. They used to be a part of Comic-Con, but then they had a civil war, 
and <laughs> anime fest left and now they're anime nyc history lesson closed so thomas and i went to new york anime fest in high school loved it last year i went to the inaugural um anime nyc debuted a cosplay there my sophie hatter from spirit away had a great time one friday and saturday and with my sister and her girlfriend and now Thomas is coming, so the three of us will be together on Saturday at Anime NYC, which I'm excited for because, like, when was the last time, one, all of my siblings were in the same room, and two, we went to an anime convention together. It must have been, like, 2008, so I'm very excited. That's 10 years ago, which is crazy. But we're going to, between the two of us, Thomas and I have been to a lot of different anime conventions and conventions in general, so this is kind of just to pump us up for Anime NYC, and we're going to talk about our favorite con stories, the things we've really enjoyed about going to cons, some moments that we've loved, our favorite thing about being on the convention floor, and kind of just talking about anime conventions as a whole and why we think they're good for the community. What are you going as this weekend? Okay, so I was just like combing out my story? What are, Tell me in like 15 seconds. What are you going I'm going as? as I'm going as Himari from Awaru Penguin Drum. On Friday and someday, Sunday, I'm going in her street clothes. As on Saturday, I'm going in her Princess of the Crystal outfit. There we go. Nailed it. I hate you. <laughs> People listen to this podcast to listen to me talk. Why don't you let me talk? You talk. The that is literally the why they are here. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. You you get to talk about all your anime. That's true. Well, if you were watching more, you'd get to talk about more. I got to talk about Konosuba a little bit. True. Those assholes. Konosuba! Anyway, um, let's start it off. Name one thing, like, one of your favorite anime convention moments. My favorite anime convention moments? No, your favorite. One of them. Something you look back on and you're like, yeah, I can name two right off the bat. I, one of my favorite cons is when we went to Icon when I was at Stony Brook and we mm-hmm. made that YouTube video about all the... Uh, we made a lot of YouTube videos. I think we made three. Yeah, but the one where um, I went as Luffy, John was Ness, Leslie was Sailor Mercury or... Yeah, and I went as Len from Final Fantasy X-2. I actually just wrote a blog post about that cosplay. No, you were Yuna. No, I was Len. I was so it's the Solon Chris unit outfit. Read my blog post, moveslikeawa.com, and you'll you'll understand what I'm saying. But yes, that I, is the cost. Yeah, there I, I know. But it's Songstress Yuna and Correct. And Len. See, I played the games. I know it. There you go. You win. I like that. That was a great convention. Yeah, that was really fun because everyone took a bunch of pictures of us. <laughs> that was the convention that John that there was this guy dressed up as Yoshi and he was giving people piggyback rides because of course you ride Yoshi so John jumped on his back and they just ran around the convention floor and we got on video that was amazing yeah that was really funny I, I do remember that there's always like weird people at cons and sometimes it's like really funny and cool and then sometimes they creep me out like, one time, yeah, I, mean, I had a girl, she was, like, oh. kind of dressed as a cat person, 
She was just, I remember that. You weren't there. This was in New Jersey. She was. Well, then who's the girl that was like dressed as like someone from Inuyasha that followed you around that one time? I didn't even get to finish the story yet, Mary. Finish the story. She's dressed as a cat. She's just sitting on the ground. And I just hear someone meowing. And I look down. This girl is just there meowing and like pawing at me. And I was just like, can you please not do this? I really, I really don't want this. <laughs> like, it was just kind of creepy. I was just like, please leave me alone. I, you, you give people like me a bad rep because you're being very weird. I mean, you should be grateful that you're a man. I've worn a series of short skirts at anime conventions, and I've been groped many times. And I'm an independent young woman that don't need no man, but I kind of just take it, because what are you going to do? You're at an anime convention. You're dressed like that. So I kind of just take it. You could not dress like that, and then guys won't grope you, maybe. But but then that's like, a point. but that's the but that's the character I want to be. So who is a man to tell me how I should should or should not dress? That's true, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Feminism, but um. Yeah. My my one favorite thing about anime conventions, one of them, is um, people that dress up like Maze Hughes and hand out pictures of their of his daughter. Yeah, I could get behind that. That's always funny. That's amazing. That always gets a it, thumbs up. It's happened at multiple occasions, or they have, like, just, like, pictures that they show people, and it's just, like... Like, the thing is with cosplay is that it comes from the word costume and roleplay, cosplay. So part of it is dressing up as the character in their costume. And part of it is being the character and role-playing as them. And just seeing someone really commit is awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I would um, dress up as One Piece characters, a.k.a. Luffy. And my limbs would be all over the place, you know? I was stretching everywhere. Oh, my God. You're the worst. I was extra um, flexible those days. Fun fact. One of my favorite moments is that the one time I went to Kineticon in Hartford, which I'm going to go to this year because I couldn't last year because I was at the Miku concert. It was a very weird situation. But the one time I did go in college, I went as Len Songstress Yuna because that's my go-to outfit that I've been wearing for over 10 years, which is a weird thing to say. But um, there was a kid dressed as Stoop Kid from Arnold, and wherever he walked, people would chant, Stoop Kid is gonna leave the stoop. It's Stoop Kid's <laughs> afraid to leave his stoop. Whatever. It was amazing. Gotta get it right. Stoop Kid. That must be really funny. And then like eight hours in, you're just like, holy shit. Like, please stop yelling this at me. Oh no, I would love it. When do you get eight full hours of attention? I would love that. I'm not saying I wouldn't love it. I could see how someone finds it annoying though. Stoop kid is gonna leave the stoop. Scoop, stoop kid's afraid to leave his stoop. Please get well, it right. Okay. Do not insult Arnold. Hey Arnold. Stoop kid's afraid to leave his stoop. Stoop. There you go. Stoop. Sorry. Got it. Not his soup. His soup isn't there. Sorry. I'm also trying to cut out these business cards right now. Multitasking for the sake of the pod. I do have. It says Mary Awad, blogger, cosplayer, podcaster. And I have the link to our SoundCloud page on it, so this is technically podcast-related. Tiss. Tiss. You say pissed? Tiss. Like, it is. Whatever. It's Old English. Oh. Tiss. Okay, got it. Tiss. 
Tis, I don't know. Um, what else? I really, my, I really don't go to a lot of panels when I go to conventions. Um, Ooh, I have a story of a panel. I went to one. I went. I went to um, wherever the convention is in New Jersey that I went to. That was in Atlantic City. Anime Next. Anime Next. Oh, I've wanted to go to that. I really want to go to Anime Boston this year. But continue your story. Um, me and my friend went to this panel about cosplay, and it was like the worst panel ever. Well, I don't know if it was the worst panel ever. Because I went to another panel that was also really bad that we walked out of at Icon. Remember that? Ugh. Ugh. I don't remember. What what was it about? Voice acting. Oh, yeah. That was so bad. And then so bad. Uh, the one at Anime Next was about cosplay. And it was so stupid. It was like, yeah, you can get good cosplay stuff at, like, Walmart. And that's where I get my cosplay stuff. Yeah, but that's what she, like, talked about for, like, 40 minutes. She didn't even show pictures of her cosplay. She didn't even plug her, like, own social stuff. I'm like, you're really bad at this. Like, this is such a bad presentation. She had no pictures. She just, like, said, go to, like, Marshall's and buy old jeans. Like, no <laughs> shit, lady. Obviously. I wish you could have been at the Laser Girls panel at FlameCon. Um, by the, for those who were at that panel and, like, found me through that panel, hi. I'm glad you guys still follow me and stuff. Um, we had a great 3D printing and cosplay panel. Um, ask John about it. It was so good. That was, like, I'm a little biased because that's been my, fam my favorite co um, anime panel convention panel and I was the MC of it so that's totally biased but I thought it was great and we had great really informed questions and we had a workshop afterwards and it was great also at FlameCon I went to a Steven Universe panel about like symbolism and coming out and being gay and transgender and different in steven universe and i don't even watch steven universe steven and i found universe the panel is awesome you should watch steven I universe the, i watched half the first season i think but i found the panel really interesting which says a lot as someone who does not know the source material so that was a great panel for all of you guys in the new york city at new york city area um flamecon is a great convention that I'm probably going to go to every year from, from now on. I just had such a great time. It was a very well-organized panel. The Laser Girls are probably going to do a, a panel there every year, which means I'll be there. So if you want to see me, come. But um, it was just a great convention. It was a lot of fun. And John entered the Smash contest, and I don't think he won. Or it was a Mario Kart contest. I don't remember. <laughs> wow, so memorable. But it was fun, and I debuted debuted my Himari cosplay there, and I'm gonna be that this weekend, and I'm very excited. Hey. Hey. At uh, Anime NYC, they're gonna have a DDR thing. They're gonna have like Japanese arcade. So. Yeah, I saw that last year. This is your first time at this convention. I forgot. Yeah. Um, I went last year. I just really want to play that Effin Taiko drum game. They don't have it. But, um, they have flipped the table though. 
They had it last year, but the line was so long that we walked out of it. What I really liked about Anime NYC last year was that they had the most beautiful figures on display, like these amazing Naruto figures. Like, I didn't buy any, but I just liked looking at them. And I got my 10th anniversary Hatsune Miku poster, so wall scroll. So that was great. I'm planning on wasting so much money at this event. I know. I'm a little nervous about it because I should be a little conservative right now because I'm getting ready to move. So I'm going to have to put down a security deposit on an apartment really soon. But um, I really want to buy some shit. Yeah, saving season is going to be after Christmas because I'm going to go to this con. I'm going to spend money. And then I'm going to buy Smash. And then Christmas, where I have to buy people stuff. And then after that, I'll save money in the winter. Because I'll have everything. Yeah, don't don't expect anything good from me for Christmas. Because I'm going to Anime NYC and I'm, I'm in a spending mood. Because I've been, like, sick for a long time. So I'm so, just so excited to, like, get back out there and talk to people. And stand for more than three hours a day and do stuff. So I'm going to spend a crap ton of money. <laughs> That's what you should do. So much money. I mean, we whenever we go to cons, we usually just go to the vendors most of the time. Yeah, that, that's my favorite part. It's where we were just talking about panels, and my least favorite part of conventions is probably panels, because I've just never really been to a good one that I didn't host, which sounds super arrogant. I promise I'm not Satan. But um, I did meet Satan... From Devilman at FlameCon, and she was super nice, and I follow her on Instagram now. But that's a different story. Um, my least favorite part of cons is probably panels. I haven't even looked at the panels. I did enter I the masquerade. I did enter good. the uh, bummer. I did at I did enter the masquerade for um, this for Anime NYC. Me, Sarah, and Demeray are entering the cosplay contest. Um, I'm getting judged early Saturday morning, and then I'm going to strut my stuff on the walkway Saturday night. And it's just because Mom and I, mostly Mom, because I can't sew, worked really hard on this costume. And I've never felt so confident in a cosplay before, and I, I just love it. So I just want to showcase it. I don't expect to win anything, but I just think it would be fun. Are you going in cosplay? You have your Jiro cosplay, right? No. I haven't done have anything with it. You have a week. I have a wig. Oh, shit. You don't have a week. You have a day. You have a day. Well, I didn't think I was going to this. Right. So I didn't But the prepare. thing is, let me Google this. You could totally pull her off in a day. Yeah, I would, I would go with my jeans. I would need a black leather jacket, an orange shirt, and boots. <laughs> I, I, I Google searched headphone jack. And literal headphone jacks came out. <laughs> My Hero Academia. I could do it if I had to. Oh, it's so easy. I know, but the other problem is that I would have to cut my hair to fit no, under the you, wig. No, you have the... No, you wouldn't. I would have You'd to get shave. A, get, Dad has a do-rag. And you don't have to shave. You can just be Jiro with a beard. Who cares? No, I want to be super cute girl if I'm going to do it. I don't oh want to look God. like a dude. That's the whole point. I think you should do it as a dude. I think you should ditch the wig, 
wear the costume and just be your head. But I don't and have I think that the would costume, be amazing. though. But you could buy it from Walmart. You went to that panel. Oh, my God. I'm going <laughs> to try to get it together by um, MAGFest because I'm going to MAGFest. In when and DC, where? January 3rd through 6th. Oh. So I'm going to try to get it done by then because I'll have some time once, like, middle of December rolls around, so I'll be able to get everything. But I wasn't planning on going to this up until last Saturday at, like, 2 o'clock. So I didn't really prepare a costume because I wasn't prepared to even go. I mean, I didn't get a ticket until yesterday at, like, 5 o'clock. Yeah, so. that's fair, but I want you to talk about... Everyone knows on the podcast that I cosplay. I've cosplayed before. I love to cosplay. Um, I think it would be more impactful if you talk about why you love cosplay. Cosplay's pretty fun. It's just fun to do. Like, you just like the characters and you, like, want to be it. Like, the one character... Like, the first cosplay I ever did was Luffy. I've done Luffy numerous times. He's my favorite character. He's really fun I've to done dress Luffy. up as. It's cool when people come up to you and ask for your picture taken. It's just like a fun experience thing. And I did um I did Dark Sora. That was like the best year. Yeah, that was a pretty cool cosplay. Besides all the black paint. Yeah, I was Kyrie that year. I made Kyrie's Keyblade. It's still in our basement at our parents' house. I made I that is the one thing for a cosplay I actually made. It was so great. Like, I went to Home Depot. I got the wood. I glued everything. I painted it. It was awesome. I could sell that Keyblade for, like, 80 bucks. Yeah, that's actually a really nice Keyblade. You probably could sell it. Yeah. But why anyway, when you have your Keyblade? I know, because I know... It, one day I'll have it at, on display at my house, but right now I live in a crack den, so... There's crack there. Uh, don't get me started. I had a, I got into a, um, a dispute. Let's with my not get neighbor. into it. Yeah. Let's, let's just cut that. Let's just say there is crack in my apartment. Hey, the dream. Um, I'm trying to think if I ever went as anything else. I think I just did Luffy and Dark Sora. Really? That's it. I'm trying to think. No, you went as Toby one year from the Akasuki. Oh uh, yeah, I did that. Um, I couldn't even start to name my cosplay. I went as... My first cosplay ever was Naruto. And I was the nerdiest, geekiest girl you've ever seen. I think I was 12 or 11. I mean, everyone goes ago. as Naruto. Didn't John go as Naruto? Yes. Different years, though. Did we go as Naruto the same year? I don't remember. I went as Naruto. I went as Len Song Shisuna. I went as Kairi. Mm-hmm. I went as Yuki from Vampire Night. You did? Um, that was to a Valentine's Day cosplay meet and greet in at Kino Kuniya in the city with Patty, who went as Madame Red from Kurochitsuji, and she wore her quinceanera dress and was amazing. Oh, right, because you wore Patty's school. cosplay. Yeah. Because you don't, you don't have a Vampire Night cosplay. I don't own that, but yeah. You did Haruhi um, Suzumiya. I went as Haruhi Suzumiya. Remember when we bought w- that? Yeah, it was 30 bucks the last day. You bartered it down for me. Hells yeah. 
we went to the booth and it was like 60 and i was like nah mary let's wait till the end and we'll come back and get it for cheap and it worked and we got like 50 percent off i didn't think it was gonna work but it did i went as harvey i went as um gumi from the matryoshka music video that's a vocaloid video you did and that was a that was a weird i did not do sakura i bought the cosplay i never actually dressed up as it wait really it did not i bought it and it did not fit and i couldn't return it oh did you buy from milanu yeah haha the dream so that's seven right now i went as yona of the dawn to um wait kineticon time out do you still have the sakura cosplay yeah hmm i don't know if it's gonna fit you thomas it might. It's at home. It's either in my room, in the left side of my closet, or it's in the storage room downstairs. No, it's in the closet in the basement. Anyway, one year for Halloween, I went as Toby. I don't know if that counts. No. Okay, then I had another one in my head. I went as Edgy from Prince of Tennis. Oh, yeah, I got you the jacket for Christmas one year. Yeah, I love that coat. I went as, last year I went as Sophie Hatter from House Moving Castle. This is already 10. Um, and now I'm going as two different Himari cosplays. So I have 12, I've cosplayed 12 different outfits, at least. There's probably some that I can't think of that I did when I was a kid. Oh, I went as Captain Rukia, 13. I went as Rukia Taicho. Oh yeah, you did her last year, right? Yeah, I went, I went as her Friday last year, and then Saturday I went as Sophie. Yeah. I really like my Yona cosplay. I should do that again. I made my own earrings, which was a lot because my ears aren't pierced. So I had to, like, get, like, clip-on earrings and make it work. It was good. So I've done, like, 14 costumes. I love cosplay. I think... I mean, I'm not, like, obsessed with cosplay, where I'm not, like, I'm not a hikikomori, I'm not a hermit, I don't, like, I have, like, a social life beyond anime, but every once in a while, just becoming someone else, just dressing up in something you'd never wear in your life, like, this Himari cosplay, I'm, like, half naked, and I'm a very conservative person, I would never even think of dressing this way ever, I don't even like wearing short skirts, but it just like feels good every once in a while to be something different. And there's just something really empowering about cosplay, which is why I love going to conventions, because when else are you going to do that? I mean, I can never do that because I'm a man and society thinks it's weird. Not anymore. I've seen a lot of... I've seen a lot of people, men dressed as the girls from Ray Zero. And they're amazing every time. Really? Or men That's dressed so as specific. The, or men dressed as the girls from Madoka Magica. Thomas, you can be whatever the hell you want to be. I expect to see you in full Sakura cosplay. And I will take a picture and I will post it on the Twitter. You just won't have a wig. Because I don't have the wig. You don't? I thought you had the wig. I didn't get the pink wig, no. You can wear my Kyrie wig. It's in my room. Oh, that's, that's the, the pink color. wig you have. Yeah, it's more red. When um speaking of my wallpaper background right now on my computer, because we were just discussing that, when are you gonna do foo? <gasps> uh, I wanna do foo so bad. Okay, guys. So um, this has turned into a cosplay episode. I don't care. 
Um, I have dream cosplay, like cosplay I really want to do before I die. Mary wants and to I do mean, Fu from Samurai Shampoo. I really want to do Fu from Samurai Shampoo so bad. But that's like, I only need one thing, and it's that kimono. And I can't make a kimono, so I have to buy it. So I need money. Easy peasy. Yeah, I mean. La <laughs> Fu. Let's see. I, I no. love Fu. I don't love Fu actually. I feel like she was a wasted opportunity as a character. Fu? But I what? Love, I, I love the idea of being Fu. She does nothing the entire show. She's funny. She eats a lot and forfeits by accident. That was, okay, first off, that was the intro to a episode. That got me mad. Milani doesn't have Samurai Champloo, um, I'm shocked. outfits anymore. What year is it? Is it like 2018 or something and not 2009? <laughs> no. I'm going to go on um, Amazon Samurai Camp. Oh, also one of my dream cosplays is Miku from the Tell Your World video. Um, I think I'm going to try and do that next year for Anime NYC. But Tom, me, Sarah, and Thomas, that's... Thomas, as you know, you know who he is. Sis Sarah's my older sister. Wait, why would they not sister. know who I am? I'm just remember, just reminding them. What? We're we're going to do totally spies for FlameCon this year. Wait, I don't even know if I can go. It's in August. Oh, yeah, I can go. We're gonna do totally spies. It's not even an anime, but it's gonna be amazing, and I can't wait. All right, Mary. I'm going to call it on this discussion because I have to go Wait to the bathroom. Second. So Okay, I'm looking up Samurai Shampoo cosplay. Let me look up Foo on Amazon. They have that on Amazon? Wow, you know what came up? Santa hat Christmas caps. What? I don't know. Santa hat Christmas caps when you type in Foo? No, Samurai Shampoo cosplay Foo. Samurai, um, Santa hat Christmas hats comes up. I just typed in I'm Foo going, Samurai Shampoo and I did not get her kimono. I'm going to take a screenshot of this and tweet it and put it on the Discord. Her kimono is not on Amazon, to no one's surprise. I'm never going to get it. It's fine. Is it Foo with keys? Yes. You don't even know how to spell her name? I haven't oh seen the show God. in a while. Oh, I'm so sorry. You should be. How do you not know it's Foo with two U's? Eh. Are you not sharp I, like the edge of a samurai sword? Sharp like the edge of a samurai sword. No, no, that sword. wasn't a cue to sing, Mary. That was a question. Are you? I'm as sharp as these scissors. I have two more business cards to cut out. Well, all right. On that note, we're going to wrap up this episode of Anime Double Play while Mary finishes up cutting out her business cards for the convention this weekend. Yay! Well, because at FlameCon, everyone was taking pictures of me because I was beautiful. And they were all like, oh, can I have your card? So I gave them Sarah's card because I was carrying them on me and I didn't have my own. So I printed out 50 of my own business cards that I kind of made myself and couldn't afford to get printed professionally. So I printed them at work when my boss wasn't there. And now I'm cutting them out. You know business cards cost like... $10 for like 500 right? I didn't think of it in time. Business cards are really, really cheap. Just so I you know, heading the, forward. I made the business card, and then I forgot about it until a couple days ago, and it wouldn't have shipped in time. 
so I have to print them out myself. It was 20 bucks for 50, but um, I didn't do it. From where? Where did you order from? Moo, M-O-O, or M-U. I don't even remember. Sarah and Demeray get their business cards from there. They said it's good. Next time, I'll be more prepared. There's Vistaprint. Yeah, I know, but I don't really like them. I've used them professionally before, and they're not that great. But I um, I have my cards. I'm good to go. I updated my blog. If you guys want to check it out, it's moveslikeawad.com. I put it some extra. I put some extra posts on there, so it looks like I keep up with it. I hadn't written a post since September, so I wrote three posts yesterday, and I backdated them, so it looks like I've been updating periodically. Just so you're aware, we're going to wrap up this episode now. Vistaprint. Yeah. $10. 500 business cards. 500 Yes. This is what I'm saying. I... They're really, really cheap. If you pay tw- Shit. 20 bucks for 50 you're getting ripped off. But that's a conversation for another day. Absolutely. Thank you, everyone, for listening to episode 81 of Anime Double Play. We'll be sure to keep you... 81! Sorry, that's so exciting. We'll be sure to keep you posted as we go about Anime NYC as well. Feel free to hop into the Discord channel and talk about us in live action, if that's the word for it. And follow us on Twitter. We'll be tweeting throughout the convention. So if you want to keep a pulse on everything that's going on, Give us a follow at Anime Double Play. Yeah, and on the Twitter, you can also find our Discord as well. But if not, you can always email us for a link. So there's numerous ways to get on. Don't be shy. Come in and join the conversation. It's been very fun so far. So thanks again, and we'll see you all next week for episode 82 of Anime Double Play. See ya!